All right, here we go. The pre-show. Pre-show again. Yep. Welcome back, everybody. This is the pre-show. We need Figuring a, it out. We need a little pre-show, like... Pre-show jingle? Yeah. Pre-show, pre-show music, yeah. Pre-show jingle. Pre-show jingle. Are we know. singing the jingle? <sighs> Figuring it out. Jingle. Yeah. Figuring it out. Ooh. Austin and Spencer. Okay. No. Okay. I don't. Know. We can. We can work, on it. <laughs> we can work it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll have we'll have the worship team that we have on hand come up with a little come up entertainer. With a little yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah they'll the, be they'll be in the background. It'll be like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> like a little kit. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. All right. Should we just get into it now? Well, let's, oh yeah. Let's, well, well, let's just get into it. Okay. Welcome everybody into another episode of Figuring It Out. I was about to say good morning or good afternoon, but that doesn't really fit because it um, it's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's the morning where we're it recording is, it, it is but the morning. it's not the morning. It may not be the morning where you're listening to it or watching it. So, That's true. But, it, but you can say good morning to me, not good morning. So good morning, Spencer. Yes. Good morning to you too. Good morning, every, maybe, to some of you. Every every podcast episode now, I'm just going to high five you. High five, for those, that's be a thing. For those watching on Spotify or listening on Spotify and Apple Music, I just high five Spencer and it was great. It was epic. It was <laughs> legendary. It was a Best leg- high five you'll ever see. Well, well, let's uh, let's not go that let's not go that far. It, it, it was an epic high five, but I wouldn't say it's the best ever. Okay, what's the best high five you've ever seen? Oh man, I don't I, I don't know. Well, there we go. <laughs> there, that may be it. All right, right there. you got me. You got me. You got I me mean, beat. High fives are hard to <laughs> hard to name on the spot. That's true. I mean, I high fives are just that mundane activity that you just kind of like. Boom. It's got to be a firm high five. I know the trick is you look, it's a 90 degree angle. Really? Like your arm's got to be at a 90 degree angle. If you look at the other person's elbow, did you know that trick? No. If you look at the other person's elbow, <laughs> like you can't miss. Like, cause some people, you'll go in for a high five sometimes and miss and then that's embarrassing. Wait, wait, like, so if you look at the other, oh no, I hit the mic. Like, Dang. see that's a solid high five right there. That is, that is clutch. Well, it's okay, here, you're good. Okay, <laughs> I hit the mic a little bit, got a little excited there. <laughs> but it's, if you miss a high five, I don't know if there's more things embarrassing, um, especially if it's in front of a bunch of people. I know that if someone waves to someone behind you and uh-huh. you think that they're waving to you, I think that's got to be... The, one of the more embarrassing oh, yeah. things that oh, you absolute, can ever do. Oh, absolutely. And but you go in for a wave, hey, how's it going? And then they look right past you. I've had that happen I think I know times. the title. Figuring it out, episode 33, 34. I don't know. 33. 33. Episode 33, figuring out high fives. Ah, and, there and, you and, go. And saying hello to me. That is. <laughs> <laughs> and just general public awareness. Gen- <laughs> general social interaction guidelines, right? Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's, that's a good episode. Yeah, I think and, so. That's... The only thing we're talking it's about. It's almost time. as general. Watch this. It's almost as general as word of the days. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, I've I've been asked by multiple people what the word of the day is a couple of times. Okay. Um, so what's the what's the word of the day? Well, I was just gonna give a little backstory. Okay. All right. You go yeah. ahead. You take it. During, take it away. During COVID, we would uh, have to drive up and like people would take our temperatures, um, and they would ask me. Uh, Debbie and Laura would ask me. Uh, what the word of the day was. It always caught me, caught me off guard, just like uh, what we were just talking about. But like, it always, <laughs> like top five high, high yeah. fives on the, on the spot. To name something on the spot is very difficult for yeah. me anyways. Oh yeah, it's difficult for anybody. So they asked me the word of the day. Obviously, I have a thousand words flying around my head. And the first one I said was Fergalicious. 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 Don't know why that word came to my what, head. What, what, use that in a sentence. 
I don't know if you can. I listened to Fergalicious. <laughs> it's a song title. It's a song title? Yeah. By who? Fergie. Oh, I don't... Um, Black Eyed Peas? I mean, I, I know Black Eyed Peas. I just don't listen to them a lot. But do you know Fergie? She, I know she's a part of the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, she has a song called Fergalicious. Fergalicious. Oh, I thought it was Fergal... I, I, it is semantics. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> That'll be the intro song for... T- actually, no. No, no, we, we got a copyright there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I said that word, and yesterday, Debbie asked me if I would say a word of the day every day. So, okay. I, told, I told Austin that, and like he's like, let's... Let's do that here. Yeah. Okay, so what is our word of the day? So the word of the day is, I, it came to me yesterday. It was uh, Excalibur. Excalibur? Yeah, don't know why it came to mind, but it did. So like... I don't know what it was exactly. <laughs> I just knew it was a word. Uh-huh. I looked it up. It's King Arthur's sword. Excalibur. Oh, okay. Also a film from 1981. <laughs> I looked it up before the show. I'll go look it up again. King, it is... Uh, King Arthur's sword. Named Excalibur. Yeah, that, 1981. You see, I'm I'm trying to think of. Uh, I read the story at some point, but I don't remember. I did the sword have special powers? I couldn't tell you. Couldn't I tell you. Did not read the. Never got into knights. Never got into knights. No. Knights of the Round Table. No. Never got. King into, Arthur's Court. No. Solid. Uh, what's the movie? Monty Python. That's the, oh, yeah, that movie yeah, yeah. comes to mind when I think of knights. Wow, those are old. When he cuts off the guy's arms yeah. and legs <laughs> and the guy is still alive. Yeah. All right, so we have to use Excalibur in a sentence. And oh, man. It, it's got to be like a, a modern sentence. It can't just be like, oh, King Arthur's sword was named Excalibur. Like, it's the word of the day. Well, that's, so, it's a sword. I don't know how else you're going to use it. Are you, like, I swung Excalibur around... In combat, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you can use it in a sentence without actually referring know. to its. We'll leave that to you guys. Yeah, to yeah. Figure yeah out. You guys, you guys come up with your own sentences. If, at if home. you can come up with your own sentence, that would be great because we are at a loss for words. <laughs> Even though we did have the word of the day, but yeah, that's we did have the word of the day. I'm, but like we, we got you guys there. Like we gave you the word of the day. We gave you all the tools to be successful. And we said. Go be successful. That's right. We're giving, we're giving yeah, you the tools. It's, it's leadership 101. Yeah, empowering yeah. others to, <laughs> to, for success. AKA making other people do your work. Exactly. Exactly. Delegation's a key to leadership, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's great. But, I mean, I can't think of any sentences for... I mean, the, the part of the one I, I gave, but that kind of deals with King Arthur. But it, It's only... I think that's the name of his sword. I don't think there's another definition. I don't think there is either. But I know there's. I think there's a roller coaster named Excalibur. Where? <laughs> I'm not sure. It might be out of one of the Disney's or Universals. I'm not. Disney's okay. Okay. So you could say I went down. I went on Excalibur, and it was great, or something and like it that. It was a lot of fun. There we go. All right. There's our sentence. Good job. Yeah. Elbow. There you go. Technique. See. Good. We're good. Works great. <laughs> Yeah, but today we're going to be talking about a question that Spencer and I have kind of been going back and forth on is how to discern what is right and what is wrong in today's society, culture, whatever you want to call it, in our environment today. Because, I don't know, there's just a lot of ambiguity about what is right and wrong, I think. Yep. And it's hard for us to discern, I think, what is right and wrong and how do we live in that state of discernment and the scripture verse that comes to mind off the top of my head is a verse in matthew i only know it because my mom quotes it all the time (laughs) um she says uh, well it's 
in Matthew, Jesus is saying, be gentle as doves and shrewd as serpents. Hmm. So shrewd, wise, be wise and think and discern, right? Okay. So how, I guess, how do we go about doing that? That's kind of what we're talking about today. Yeah, we, well, so in college, there are, my school's main idea was how to look at the world through a biblical, through yeah. a Christ-like biblical worldview, a or world biblical view. worldview, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's basically like putting on these lenses of mm-hmm. like looking at the world, trying like through the lenses of Christ. Yeah. And like making sure that uh, we see the world, like we're not looking at Jesus through the world's lenses because like people will you know we like to shift things and yeah. how we like it or how, like, go with how culture goes mm-hmm. even though the bible is very counter-cultural yeah for sure so you say it's kind of like these glasses you put on right so i guess like how, how easy like what do you think of can you think of a time off the top of your head where you if we're gonna stay with that same analogy or scenario where you i guess flip-flopped the lenses, right? You said like looking at Jesus through the world's eyes or looking at the world's eyes through like Jesus's lens, right? Yeah. I don't know if I can think of a specific time, but I know that like there's many times where the world changes, you yeah. know, culture mm-hmm. changes along and some things don't necessarily line up with what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And the Bible may not say something like specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of like, like I know I've, done it before where it's like well like you like it doesn't say this everyone else is kind of saying this and mm-hmm. even though it might go against some parts of the bible but it doesn't exactly say this yeah, exactly and you kind of like try to find like a gray area almost mm-hmm. and i don't know you kind of like try to make it work so it works yep. for you maybe mm-hmm. it's not exactly what it's not what god wants for you but it's mm-hmm. like oh i could everyone else says it's fine. Everyone, you know, I can do this and Mm -hmm. God doesn't exactly say it, Mm -hmm. but it's like how, what we need to do and kind of the point of this whole show Mm -hmm. is like looking at things, like taking what we can from what God says and Mm -hmm. applying that to how we live. Yeah. So like, how do we, yeah. How do we apply that? That's good. Cause I think, especially if you guys have watched this show for any amount of time or listened to it, you know that, like life is a process life is a journey and like that's we joke about it but that's kind of why we titled the show figuring it out because as you you learn more as the journey progresses yeah there's a uh, and a lot that we've read i'm in a bible study with a couple of my friends from college still mm-hmm. and um and i can't remember what book we were reading but there's a lot of like Everything was ending in like it was like a process. Hmm. Everything was like talking about it's a process. It's mm-hmm. it's in action. You're doing this. It's not like that is you are in the moment doing it. Yeah. And so it's like that's part of that sanctification yeah. journey. Like every it's gonna be continuous. Like you're gonna be growing. You're mm-hmm. but you're gonna keep growing. Mm-hmm. Like it you know it's gonna be a struggle sometimes, but mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna keep figuring yeah. it out. Yeah. Exactly. And. That's, that's all God asks us to do. He asks us to live in the present, the here and now, and trust him with things we may not see. Yeah. And that oftentimes, and that kills me. I think I said it a couple weeks ago. I am a chronic perfectionist. <laughs> it kills me to be able to, or to, to have to come to that point and say, hey, like, I am not going to be perfect because... For whatever reason, I don't know if I guess if you dug into my back my my family history and my background, you could see the roots there. But 
I don't know. It's just I, I feel this like I have to be perfect, but that's not what God asks us to no, do. No, yeah. Right? And I think getting back to this topic of discernment, we as Christians, our topic of discern, our, our main pinnacle of discernment, where we run to for wisdom is God himself. And God revealed himself in his word. So scripture, right? And that's where the main, I guess, crux of our wisdom comes from. Yeah. So let me ask you, what are some ways that we can practically discern? Like, mm-hmm. you, like what are some things, like steps that we can yeah. do to discern better? Yeah. That's, that's a good question. Uh, I once heard, I can't remember the name, the name of it's escaping me, but I once heard this kind of interpretive interpretive formula, so to speak. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of the right words to say for it. Formula. Yeah, wow, formula, right? Brings me back to the science days. So it kind of works like it kind of works like this. So the Bible is the centerpiece, right? We go to scripture to see what scripture has to say. However, scripture will be confirmed by three main areas. So what scripture says will be confirmed by experience, practicality. Like does this does this work out? in everyday life. Hmm. Number two, it, is it logical? Does it make logical sense? If it's illogical, like if it doesn't like, if it doesn't seem like it's adding up, it's probably not wise or smart. Right. Okay. And then tradition. So what people, ha- what have people done historically when interacting with this topic or this, this issue or this question, right? Mm-hmm. What have, where have people come from? What is the history of that argument? And it's not that we're turning, because oftentimes it's easy for us to switch around those three. So we have scripture in the middle, and then on the outside, we have tradition, reason, and experience. But it's easy for us sometimes to put those out outer elements into the middle, right? Okay. And say, hey, I'm going to emphasize reason so much so to the point that if that I'm just going to reject faith, right? But yeah. that's not what God asks us to do. That's God asks us to trust in his word. But God is a God of – God is a orderly God. God is a God of order and creative beauty. And there's beauty in order. So if it doesn't logically make sense – God probably did not like God's not going to just make something illogical. Yeah, right? like scripture is what we're going to first. Yes, and then it's like, all right, what can I build on from there? But scripture yes. is the first move every time. Yes, scripture is our foundation, and it's because it's not the fact that we're worshiping scripture. I think there's, I actually heard of a kind of it, it was an interesting idea to me. It's something that kind of shock, popped off the page to me, shocked me. Um, this idea of worshiping scripture, right? Hmm. We I don't. I don't think it's necessary for us to worship scripture. We worship the God who wrote scripture, right? And how God revealed himself in scripture. Yeah. Scripture is just pages in a book, right? We don't worship that book. We worship the God who wrote that book. Okay. And God revealed himself through that book. And that's why we adhere to That's why we, we look to that as our source of wisdom and moral guidance. Okay. What does worshiping scripture look like? That's what I want to know. <laughs> um, could be something like you won't, you will not place your Bible on a, like you will not put a Bible under a table. You will only put the Bible on top of the table because scripture always needs to be on top. Oh, okay. Something like that, I which gotcha. it's, it comes out of a good heart. That's not what I'm, I'm not saying it comes out of a malicious intent. It's mm-hmm. just, we oftentimes revere scripture so much to the point, and we, we've kind of talked about this before. We revere scripture so much, to, so much so to the point that we don't feel worthy to read it, and sometimes we 
I was thinking that's just a real practical example. Like, just the scripture has to be the top book on the shelf. It has to be prominent. And if it's not, there's something wrong. Gotcha. Right? Okay, yeah. Does that make I, sense? I've, I've done it to where I've put my phone on top of my Bible before. I was like, oh, that's, I feel gross about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done that like, too. I'll take that off real quick. Well, my, mo- my mom growing up, love her. Mom, if you're listening to this. Love you. Shout out Austin's mom. Shout out Austin's mom again. Very nice lady. Yes. (laughs) Very nice lady. Uh, But growing up, I remember I would like go in and say goodnight to her if she would be in bed already. And her Bible, she always put her Bible on top of other books, right? And she just said, it's not anything. It's just, I just want to do it. It's not anything like it has to be done. But (laughs) you're calling (laughs) out your mom right here. I'm not calling out my mom. That was a bad segue, but but no, I'm not calling out. You gave a shout out to your mom and then called her out for what, how, what not to do. (laughs) No, no, that's not what, (laughs) mom, I love you. I'm not calling you out for it. But if that's just an example, but some people have taken that action to the extreme. And that's kind of what I think worshiping scripture looks like. Okay. Or the fact that. I don't know that like you need to legalistically follow every word of scripture for God to love you more. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not like, well, that's going back into, uh, the word or the law. Yeah. That uh, kind of works. Yeah. Right? Like the things you do that we talked about was the last week, the things that you do are not going to get you in heaven. Like if you yeah. like, we're not going to be able to perfect, like you were just saying, we're not gonna be able to perfectly follow. Mm. We can, we're trying our best and yeah. like, we're going to mess up because we're human. We're going to fall short of the things that God calls us to do. So we're not going to be able to be perfect according to the Bible. Yeah. But yeah, according to the law. And, but that's, that's why we needed a savior. Yep. Kind of building off of last week's topic. Like that's why Jesus needed to die. We needed a savior because we are unable, incapable of fulfilling that law perfectly. He's the only one who fulfilled that law perfectly. And so it takes the weight off of our shoulders. The way I look at it is the Bible is a blueprint for success, for a successful life. God says, hey, you want to live a pure and a happy and a joy-filled life. You want to live the abundant life that I, I, I laid out for you? Here's the way to do it. Okay. But it's not this idea of God loves me less because I, I didn't follow the the loss of the letter, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't do things the way my parents may have wanted. I didn't do things the way the church I grew up up in may have wanted me to do them. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a relational, and there's a lot, and that's it takes a lot of discernment, right? It takes a lot of thinking through issues, thinking through questions we have through that scriptural lens, right? Yeah. It builds off of what scripture says, but oftentimes two different people can be doing different things and still following what scripture says. Yeah, it's it's the applying yeah. process that's tough. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you, have you, so we talked about like the center, Jesus, their scripture being at the center mm-hmm. and then everything. Have you switched that around? Have you done that before? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I tend to, transparently, I tend to focus a lot on experience, Right. Yeah. And because, I mean, it's just natural. It's it's like what I go through. Right. And building interpretation on what, how to figure out things, how to figure out the tough questions, the, the questions that I may be wrestling with either philosophically or theologically or just practically. I'm, and I oftentimes move experience to the center Hmm. when, and God, God is the good shepherd. He gently comes back and says, Hey, like, what does my word say? And oftentimes I'll hear just the still small voice of the Holy Spirit just say, 
what does what have I revealed? Hmm. What have I said previously? Yeah. And then I go to scripture and honestly I find more comfort. Right? It's it's more comforting. It's and it's not comforting because oh, I'm I I'm checking off boxes. It's comforting because God is guiding me as yeah. that good shepherd. He's leading me in how to figure things out. Yeah. And I think there's um in our world today there's a lot of pressure to kind of like even if we don't like even if we believe what we believe there's pressure to not like say anything about it Hmm. because it's like if you say something that's contradictory to what the world is saying about it Mm -hmm. like then like you're gonna get like eaten alive like exactly because like it's your belief it's we believe in what god says yeah um so how do you go about that's a tough question but how do you go about that like speaking the truth boldly speaking speaking it (laughs) yeah how do you do that uh that's a that's a tough question honestly it's it's little steps of faith if you know something like what god says to be true now there's a way to balance it right you don't want to beat somebody over the head because i mean thinking back to my experience i've had people beat me over the head with truth with truth before and immediately turns me off Yep. because I, I know that they don't care about me. I know mm-hmm. that they're just trying to prove what's right. Yeah. And they're trying to prove an opinion and prove that it's they're right, I'm wrong, and that I should just kind of submit to that, submit to their line of thinking, mm-hmm. right? But there's a way to communicate it with love and reaffirm that for somebody like, hey, just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I don't love you or I don't care about you. It means... Hey, like I'm thinking a little bit differently and that's okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I think it's easy for us in our culture to think if I disagree with you, there's something I, I'm attacking you. I'm attacking who you are when that's not it at all. Yeah. Like, and you just have to express that and you speak the truth in that kind of love. You speak out for what's right. And I said just a, like a, a minute ago, that little steps of faith. So there are some times where the Holy Spirit will say, like, hey, like, doesn't need to be said right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes things don't need to be said, and that's fine. But there are some times where the Holy Spirit may be saying, hey, this needs to be said. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult, and it's, it's hard to stand up and say that because it may not be what a majority opinion might be saying. But there's a way to communicate it in love. Yeah. And that's where the Holy Spirit, that's discernment. That's how the Holy Spirit guides us through, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I was, well, I've, I've been reading this book, um, Kingdom Disciples okay. by uh, Tony Evans. Okay. And it's been, it's basically how to be a disciple. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that like next step into like, not just being like uh, a lukewarm Christian or not just being like the average Christian that's there. Almost a consumer Christian. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Pastor Matthew kind of talked about it too, um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but, uh, Oh, okay. I was, I lost where I was going there for a second. I was like, <laughs> You're good. why did I talk about that? <laughs> but it's uh, the, he's talking about how God gives you authority to speak. Like hmm. he gives you yeah. that authority that he's going to be with you Yeah. in those moments when it's scary, when you're going countercultural, like mm-hmm. if like, not just for no reason, not yep. like you're not, 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 not just going solo, yeah. not going rogue, but you're going with like, with God, with his truth. Exactly. And he's there with you. He's going to be there protecting you. And so it might be like scary in that moment, but like, mm-hmm. it, like you said, the Holy Spirit will give you like the green light mm-hmm. or not. Maybe he'll say like, mm, stay out of this one. Mm-hmm. Or he'll say like, you know, go for it mm-hmm. and, and say something. And like you speak, your, he's going to be with you. Yeah. And to bring it kind of full circle, where does God reveal that truth? 
that when we do, we may not know what to speak, we may not know where does God reveal that. Yeah. Scripture, right? And the beautiful thing about Scripture is it's not just a rule book. Oftentimes, I think it's easy for our culture to view Scripture as like a list of do's and don'ts. However, and that's why I love Scripture, because there's different genres of literature. Me being an English nerd and an English major, different genres of literature speak different, different uh, communicate different messages, right? And so there are multiple times, I think of the book of Acts, right? Even just kind of the beginning part where Paul and Peter and the other disciples or apostles now are literally, they're just, they're speaking out, right? And they're speaking the name of Jesus into the ambiguity of that weird Greek culture that they were facing. And I say weird, it was... It was weird. There were some weird, like, temple practices and things that, oh, oh, boy. Oh, man. That's, that's for a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it, was, it was weird. And Christians, off, like, Christians at that time were like, how would Jesus respond? I wish Jesus were here to tell us what was right and wrong. But what I find interesting is that Jesus said in Scripture, it's better that I go away. Hmm. It's better. He said it's better. And you kind of step back and think, how is it better if— the man who was fully God and fully man left. Yeah. How was it better? He says, because I'm going to send the comforter. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to guide you into all truth and all knowledge. So it's the Holy Spirit and the comforter that gives. And Jesus said that that's better than if he were here because we have an internal guide, right? Yeah. And a guide who leads us in. And you see that. That's what you see with Paul and Peter, that they're guided by this Holy Spirit and they're not just speaking what they feel to be right, and they're not just acting out of emotion, but they're acting in truth. They're communicating the truth yeah. in love. It's kind of like that faith that we talked about yeah. before, where it's kind of like you need, like, you know, he isn't there with you, but, like, you're, have, you're taking that leap of faith mm-hmm. there. Like, that's your personal faith. That's your intention. Yeah. Um, and so that, that makes a difference there. And faith isn't just... I, and that gets into the idea of faith. Like, faith isn't just saying yes to Jesus one time waking up and saying yes to Jesus every single day and in every single moment, right? Mm-hmm. That is that is one of the hardest things for me to do. Yeah. Because I'm human, right? I oftentimes I'll get <laughs> Jesus will say like, "Hey, like maybe you should do this." And my everything in me is saying, "Nope. nope. Don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I it's I get hangry. Uh-huh. I really do." And <laughs> no. I, I'm a different animal when I'm hangry. <laughs> Not, yeah, you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. so there are times where I just, I don't want to, I don't want to do things. And the Holy Spirit will say, hey, what about this? And it's when I take that step of faith that I feel that, it, I, I sense that internal peace. It's like that confidence. That Yeah, the faith, yeah. It, my, my confidence not in myself grows, my confidence in God grows. It's like, all right, I'm not going to be able to do this, but all right, it, I, I'm leaning on you. Like there's exactly. no like there's no way that I can do this right now. It's mm-hmm. gonna have to be you. And and that's the place that God wants us, I believe. Yeah. Like that's the place that God wants each and every one of you. He doesn't just want you to go through life alone. He wants you to trust him. But trust is not given or bought, it's built, right? Yeah. We need to build trust and God knows that. And God is fa- and that's God is so good and so faithful to us to like to be always constant. And so that we can build our trust in him, right? And so that he can trust us with things. He can trust us to partner along and build the kingdom here on earth Mm -hmm. as it is in heaven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anything else? 
Uh, (laughs) That was... I think think that's it for me. That's it for you? For those of you not watching YouTube and listening on Spotify or Apple Music... We had it. We had a great moment just we, now. We did have a moment we, we right did. there. <laughs> and you know what? That's not getting cut either. That's, that's going to stay oh, right in the in. episode. That's nice, yeah. Yeah, we just kind of looked at each this other like, like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, thank you guys so much for joining in for another episode of Figuring It Out, how we're figuring out how to, I guess, discern what's right and what's wrong, you know? Yeah. But if you guys have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you, as we say always. We, we genuinely love those comments and questions, yes, don't we? Yes, we do. We love them. <laughs> keep, keep them coming. Keep them coming. But hey, until next week, we love you guys. We'll see you soon. See you guys. Bingo. Bingo dingo. Bingo dingo. <laughs> I thought you were done. <laughs>